Chapter 5 of Studies in the Psychology of Sex, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Studies in the Psychology of Sex, Volume 2, by Havelock Ellis. Chapter 5. The Nature of Sexual Inversion, Part 2. Masturbation. Moreau believed that masturbation was a cause of sexual inversion, and Kraft Ebing looked upon it as leading to all sorts of sexual perversions. The same opinion was currently repeated by many writers. It is not now accepted. Moll emphatically rejected the idea that masturbation can be the cause of inversion. Nakey repeatedly denies that masturbation, any more than seduction, can ever produce true inversion. Hirschfeld attaches to it no etiological significance. Many years ago I gave special attention to this point and reached a similar conclusion, that masturbation, especially at an early age, may sometimes enfeeble the sexual activities and aid the manifestations of inversion, I certainly believe. Beyond this, there is little in the history of my male cases to indicate masturbation as a cause of inversion. It is true that 44 out of 51 admit that they have practiced masturbation, at all events, occasionally, or at some period in their lives, and it is possible that this proportion is larger than that found among normal people. Even if so, however, it is not difficult to account for, bearing in mind that the fact that the homosexual person has not the same opportunities as has the heterosexual person to gratify his instincts, and that masturbation may sometimes legitimately appear to him as the lesser of two evils. Not only has masturbation been practiced at no period in at least seven of the cases, for concerning several I have no information, but in several others it was never practiced until long after the homosexual instinct had appeared. In one case, not till the age of forty, and then only occasionally. In at least eight it was only practiced at puberty. In at least eight, however, it began before the age of puberty. At least nine left off about the age of twenty. Unfortunately, as yet, we have little definite evidence as to the prevalence and extent of masturbation among normal individuals. Among the women, masturbation is found in at least five cases out of seven. In one case, there was no masturbation until comparatively late in life, and then only at rare intervals and under exceptional circumstances. In another case, some years after the homosexual attraction had been experienced, it was practiced, though not in excess, from the age of puberty for about four years, and then abandoned. During these years, the physical sexual feelings were more imperative than they were afterward felt to be. In two cases, masturbation was learned spontaneously soon after puberty, and in one of these, practiced in excess before the manifestations of inversion became definite. In all cases, the subjects are emphatic in asserting that this practice neither led to, nor was caused by, the homosexual attraction, which they regard as a much higher feeling, and it must be added that the occasional practice of masturbation is very far from rare among fairly normal women. While this is so, I am certainly inclined to believe that an early and excessive indulgence in masturbation, though not an adequate cause, is a favoring condition for the development of inversion, and that this is especially so in women. 
the sexual precocity indicated by early and excessive masturbation doubtless sometimes reveals an organism already predisposed to homosexuality but apart from this when masturbation arises spontaneously at an early age on a purely physical basis it seems to tend to produce a divorce between the physical and the psychic aspects of sexual love the sexual manifestations are all diverted into this physical direction and the child is ignorant that such phenomena are normally allied to love then when a more spiritual attraction appears with adolescent development this divorce is perpetuated instead of the physical and psychic feelings appearing together when the ego for sexual attraction comes the physical feelings are prematurely twisted from their natural end and it becomes abnormally easy for a person of the same sex to step in and take the place rightfully belonging to a person of the opposite sex this has certainly seemed to me the course of events in some cases i have observed attitude toward the opposite sex in seventeen cases of whom five are married and others proposing to marry there is a sexual attraction to both sexes a conditionally formally called psychosexual hermaphroditism but now more usually bisexuality in such cases although there is pleasure and satisfaction in relationship with both sexes there is usually a greater degree of satisfaction in connection with one sex most of the bisexual prefer their own sex it is curiously rare to find a person whether man or woman who by choice exercises relationships with both sexes and prefers the opposite sex this would seem to indicate that the bisexual may really be inverts in any case bisexuality emerges imperceptibly into simple inversion in at least sixteen of fifty-two cases of simple inversion in men there has been connection with women in some instances only once or twice in others during several years but it was always with an effort or from a sense of duty and anxiety to be normal they never experienced any real pleasure in the act or sense of satisfaction after it four of these cases are married but marital relationships usually cease after a few years at least four others were attracted to women when younger but are not now another once felt sexually attracted to a boyish woman but never made any attempt to obtain any relationships with her three or four others again have tried to have connection with women but failed the largest portion of my cases have never had any sexual intimacy with the opposite sex and some of these experience what in the case of the male invert is sometimes called or femina but while woman as an object of sexual desire is in such cases disgusting to them and it is usually difficult for a genuine invert to have connection with a woman except by setting up images of his own sex for the most part inverts are capable of genuine friendships irrespective of sex it is perhaps not difficult to account for the horror much stronger than normally felt toward a person of the same sex with which the invert often regards the sexual organs of persons of the opposite sex it cannot be said that the sexual organs of either sex under the influence of sexual excitement are aesthetically pleasing they only become emotionally desirable through the parallel excitement of the beholder when the absence of parallel excitement is accompanied in the beholder by the sense of unfamiliarity as in childhood 
or by a neurotic hypersensitiveness the conditions are present for the production of intense horror femina or horror masculus as the case may be it is possible that as otto rank argues in his interesting study de noctite im saga und dictun this horror of the sexual organs of the opposite sex to some extent felt even by normal people is embodied in the melusine type of legend erotic dreams our dreams follow as a general rule the impulses that stir our waking psychic life the normal man or woman in sexual vigor dreams of loving a person of the opposite sex the inverted man dreams of loving a man the inverted woman of loving a woman dreams thus have a certain value in diagnosis more especially since there is less unwillingness to confess to a perverted dream than to a perverted action ulrichs first referred to the significance of the dreams of inverts at a later period moll pointed out that they have some value in diagnosis when we are not sure how far the inverted tendency is radical then Nagy repeatedly emphasized the importance of dreams as constituting he believed the most delicate test we possess in the diagnosis of homosexuality this was an exaggerated view which failed to take into account the various influences which may deflect dreams hirschfeld has made the most extensive investigation on this point and found that among one hundred inverts eighty-seven had exclusively homosexual dreams while most of the rest had no dreams at all among my cases only four definitely state that there are no erotic dreams while thirty-one acknowledge that the dreams are concerned more or less with persons of the same sex of these at least sixteen assert or imply that their dreams are exclusively of the same sex two though apparently inverted congenitally have had erotic dreams of women in one case more frequently than of men these two exceptions have no apparent explanation another appears to have sexual dreams of a nightmare character in which women appear in another case there were always at first dreams of women but this subject had sometimes had connection with prostitutes and is not absolutely indifferent to women while another whose dreams remain heterosexual had in early life some attraction to girls in the cases of distinct bisexuality there is no anonymity two dream of their own sex two dream of both sexes one usually dreams of the opposite sex and one man while dreaming of both dislikes those dreams in which women figure in at least three cases dreams of sexual character begin at the age of eight or earlier the phenomena presented by erotic dreams alike in normal and abnormal persons are somewhat complex the dreams are by no means a sure guide to the dreamer's real sexual attitude the fluctuation of dream imagery may be illustrated by the experiences of one of my subjects who thus indirectly summarizes his own experiences when he was quite a child he used to be haunted by gross and grotesque dreams of naked adult men which must have been erotic at the age of puberty he dreamed in two ways but always about males one species of vision was highly idealistic a radiant and lovely young man's face with floating hair appeared to him on a background of dim shadows the other was obscene being generally the sight of a groomer's or carter's genitals in a state of violent erection he never dreamed erotically or sentimentally about women 
but when the dream was frightful the terror-making personage was invariably female in ordinary dreams women of his family or acquaintance played a trivial part at the age of twenty-four having determined to conquer his homosexual passions he married found no difficulty in cohabitating with his wife and begat several children although he took little passionate delight in the sexual act he still continued to dream exclusively of men for several years and the obscene visions became more frequent than the idealistic gradually coarse and uninteresting erotic dreams of women began to haunt his mind in sleep a curious particular regarding the new type of vision was that he never dreamed of whole females only of their sexual parts seen in a blur and the seminal emissions which attended the mental pictures left a feeling of fatigue and disgust in course of time his wife and he agreed to live separately so far as sexual relations are concerned he then indulged his passion for males and wholly lost those rudimentary female dreams which had been developed during the period of nuptial cohabitation not only is it possible for the genuine invert to be trained into heterosexual erotic dreams but homosexual dreams may occasionally be experienced by persons who are and always have been exclusively heterosexual i could bring forward much evidence on this point autoerotism in volume one of these studies both men and women who have always been of pronounced heterosexual tendency without a trace of inversion are liable to rare homosexual dreams not necessarily involving orgasm or even definite sexual excitement and sometimes accompanied by a feeling of repugnance as an example i may present a dream which had no known origin of an exclusively heterosexual lady aged forty-two she dreamed she was in bed with another woman unknown to her and lying on her own stomach while with her right hand stretched out she was feeling the other's sexual parts she could distinctly perceive the clitoris vagina etc she felt a sort of disgust with herself for what she was doing but continued until she awoke she then found herself lying on her stomach as in the dream and at first thought she must have been touching herself but realized that this could not have been the case nisphoro who believes that inversion may develop out of masturbation considers that the dreams of masturbation by association of ideas may take on an inverted character lipsicopesi swala eighteen ninety seven page thirty five sixty nine this however must be rare and will not account for most of the dreams in question Nakey and colin scott some years ago independently referred to cases in which normal persons were liable to homosexual dreams and ferrer revue de medicine december eighteen ninety eight referred to a man who had a horror of women but appeared only to manifest homosexuality in his dreams archive for criminal anthropology nineteen o seven haft one and two calls dreams which represent a reaction of opposition to the dreamer's ordinary life contrast dreams hirschfeld who accepts nakey's contrast dreams in relation to homosexuality considers that they indicate a latent bisexuality we may admit this is so in the same sense in which a complementary color image called up by another color indicates the possibility of perceiving that color 
in most cases however it seems to me that homosexual dreams in normal persons may be simply explained as due to the ordinary confusion and transition of dream imagery see ellis the world of dreams especially chapter two methods of sexual relationship the exact mode in which an inverted instinct finds satisfaction is frequently of importance from the medical legal standpoint from a psychological standpoint it is of minor significance being chiefly of interest as showing the degree to which the individual has departed from the instinctive feelings of his normal fellow beings taking fifty-seven inverted men of whom i have definite knowledge i find that twelve restrained by moral or other considerations have never had any physical relationship with their own sex in some twenty-two cases the sexual relationship rarely goes beyond close physical contact and fondling or at most mutual masturbation and intercrural intercourse in ten or eleven cases of fellatio oral excitation frequently in addition to some form of mutual masturbation and usually though not always as the active agency is the form preferred in fourteen cases actual pedicchio usually active not passive has been exercised in these cases however pedicatio is by no means always the habitual or even the preferred method of gratification it seems to be the preferred method in about seven cases several who have never experienced it including some who have never practiced any form of physical relationship state that they feel no objection to pedicatio some have this feeling in regard to active others in regard to passive pedicatio the proportion of inverts who practice or have at some time experienced pedicatio thus revealed nearly twenty five per cent is large in germany hirschfeld finds it to be only eight per cent and mertzbach only six i believe however that a wider induction from a larger number of english or american cases would yield a proportion much nearer to that found in germany pseudosexual attraction it is sometimes supposed that in homosexual relationships one person is always active physically and emotionally the other passive between men at all events this is very frequently not the case and the invert cannot tell if he feels like a man or like a woman thus one writes in bed with my friend i feel as if he feels and he feels as i feel the result is masturbation and nothing more or desire for more on my part i get it over to as soon as possible in order to come to the best sleeping arms around each other or talking so it remains true however that there may usually be traced what it is possible to call pseudosexual attraction by which i mean a tendency for the invert to be attracted toward persons unlike himself so that in his sexual relationships there is a certain semblance of sexual opposition numa praetorius considers that in homosexuality the attraction of opposites the attraction for soldiers and other primitive vigorous types plays a greater part than among normal lovers this pseudo-sexual attraction is however as hirschfeld points out and as we see by the histories here presented by no means invariable m n writes to me it appears that the female element must of necessity exist in the body that desires the male and that nature keeps her law in the spirit though she breaks it in the form 
the rest is all a matter of individual temperament and environment the female nature of the invert hampered though it is by its disguise of flesh is still able to exert an extraordinary influence and calls incessantly upon the male this influence seems called into action most violently in the presence of males possessed of strong sexual magnetism of their own such men are generally more or less conscious of the influence and the result is either a vague appreciation which will make the male wonder why he gets on so well with the invert or else the influence will be realized to be something incongruous and unnatural and will be resented accordingly sometimes indeed the reciprocated feeling circumstance and opportunity permitting will prove strong enough to induce sexual relations reason will then generally overpower instinct and the feeling aroused unaware will probably be changed into repulsion further the influence reacts in the same way on women who particularly if they are strongly sexual experience involuntary sensations of dislike or antagonism on association with inverts there is however one terrible reality for the invert to face no matter how much he may wish to avoid it and seek to deceive himself there exists for him an almost absolute lack of any genuine satisfaction either in the way of affections or desires his whole life is passed in vainly seeking and desiring the male the antithesis of his nature and in consorting with inverts he must perforce be content with the male in form only the shadow without the substance indeed one invert necessarily regards another as being of the same undesired female sex as himself and for this reason it will be found that while friendships between inverts frequently exist and these are characteristically feminine unstable and liable to betrayal love attachments are less common and when they occur must naturally be based upon considerable self-deception venal gratifications are always of course as possible as they are unsatisfactory and here perhaps some of the peculiarities of taste accompanying inversion may admit of elucidation in considering the peculiar predilection shown by inverts for youths of inferior social position for the wearers of uniforms and for extreme physical development and virility not necessarily accompanied by intellectuality regard must be had to the probable conduct of women placed in a position of complete irresponsibility combined with absolute freedom of action and every opportunity for promiscuity it seems to me that the importance of recognizing the underlying female element in inversion cannot be too strongly insisted upon the majority of inverts writes z differ in no detail of their outward appearance their physique or their dress from normal men they are athletic masculine in habit frank in manner passing through society year after year without arising a suspicion of their inner temperament were it not so society would long ago have had its eyes open to the amount of perverted sexuality it harbors these lines were written not in opposition to the more subtle distinctions pointed out above but in refutation of the vulgar error which confuses the typical invert with the painted and petticoated features who appear in police courts from time to time and whose portraits are presented by lombroso leglutic etc 
on another occasion the same writer remarked while expressing general agreement with the idea of a pseudo-sexual attraction the liaison is by no means always sought and begun by the person who is abnormally constituted i mean that i can cite cases of decided males who have made up to inverts and have found their happiness in the reciprocated passion one pronounced male of this sort again once said to me men are so much more affectionate than women precisely the same words were used by one of my subjects also the liaison springs up now and then quite accidentally through juxtaposition when it is difficult to say whether either at the outset had an inverted tendency of any marked quality in these cases the sexual relation seems to come on as a heightening of comradely affection and is found to be pleasurable sometimes i think discovered to be safe as well as satisfying on the other hand so far as i know it is extremely rare to observe a permanent liaison between two pronounced inverts the tendency to pseudo-sexual attraction in the homosexual would thus seem to involve a preference for normal persons how far this is the case it seems difficult to state positively usually one may say an invert falls in love exactly as in the case of a normal person without any intellectual calculation as to the temperamental ability to return the affection which the object of his love may possess naturally however there cannot be any adequate return of the affection in the absence of an actual or latent homosexual disposition on this point an american correspondent h c with a wide knowledge of inversion in many lands writes one of your correspondents declares that inverts long for sexual relations with normal men rather than with one another if this be true i have never once found it exemplified in all my wide experience of inverts and i have submitted his assertion to more than fifty these have been replied invariably that unless a man is himself homosexual nearly all the pleasure of fellatio is absent the fact is the majority of inverts flock together not from exigency but from choice the mere sexual act is if anything far less the sole object between inverts than it is between normal men and women why should the invert sigh for intercourse with normal men where mutual confidences and sympathies and love would be out of the question personally i decline to commit fellatio with a man who is given to women the thought of it is repugnant to me and this is the attitude with every invert i have questioned the nearest approach to confirmation of your correspondence theory has been when an extremely feminine invert here and there has admitted the wish that a certain normal man were inverted indeed the temperamental gamut of inversion is itself broad enough to embrace the most widely divergent ideals as my furthest reaching demands attain fruition in the gentle and pretty boy so his own robuster affinity resides in me if inverts were actually women then indeed the normal male would be their ideal but inverts are not women inverts are males capable of passionate friendship and their ideal is the male who will give them passionate friendship in return in at least twenty-four probably many more of my male cases there is a marked contrast and in still a larger number a less marked contrast between the subject and the individuals he is attracted to either he is of somewhat feminine and sensitive nature and admires more simple and virile natures 
or he is fairly vigorous and admires boys who are often of a lower social class inverted women are also attracted to more clinging feminine persons a sexual attraction for boys is no doubt as mall points out that form of inversion which comes nearest to normal sexuality for the subject of it usually approaches nearer to the average man in physical and mental disposition the reason of this is obvious boys resemble women and therefore it requires a less profound organic twist to become sexually attracted to them anyone who has watched private theatricals in boys schools will have observed how easy it is for boys to personate women successfully and it is well known that until the middle of the seventeenth century women's parts on stage were always taken by boys whether or not with injury to their own or other people's morals it is also worthy of note that in greece where homosexuality flourished so extensively and apparently with so little accompaniment of neurotic degeneration it was often held that only boys under eighteen should be loved so that the love of boys emerged into love of women about eighteen of my cases are most strongly attracted to youths preferably about the age of eighteen to twenty and they are for the most part among the more normal and healthy of the cases a preference for older men or else a considerable degree of indifference to age alone is more common and perhaps indicates a deeper degree of perversion putting aside the age of the object desired it must be said that there is a distinctly general though not universal tendency for sexual inverts to approach the feminine type either in psychic disposition or physical constitution or both i cannot say how far this is explained by the irritable nervous system and delicate health which are so often associated with inversion though this is certainly an important factor although the invert himself may stoutly affirm his masculinity and although this femininity may not be very obvious its wide prevalence may be asserted with considerable assurance and by no means only among the small minority of inverts who take an exclusive passive role though in these it is usually most marked in this i am confirmed by q who writes in all or certainly most cases the cases of congenital male inverts excluding psychosexual hermaphrodites that i know there has been a remarkable sensitiveness and delicate sentiment sympathy and an intuitive habit of mind such as we generally associate with the feminine sex even though the body might be quite masculine in its form and habit when however a distinguished invert said to mole we are all women that we do not deny he put the matter into extreme form the feminine traits of the homosexual are not usually of a capricious nature i believe that inverts of plainly feminine nature are rare exceptions wrote Nakey and that statement may be accepted even by those who emphasize the prevalence of feminine traits among inverts in inverted women some degree of masculinity or boyishness is equally prevalent and it is not usually found in the women to whom they are attracted even in inversion the need for a certain sexual opposition the longing for something which the lover himself does not possess still prevails it expresses itself sometimes in an attraction between persons of different race and color i am told that in american prisons for women lesbian relationships are especially frequent between white and black women 
a similar affinity is found among the arabs says coker and if an arab woman has a lesbian friend the latter is usually european in coaching china too according to lorion while the chinese are chiefly pederasts the anamites are chiefly passive it must however be remembered that in normal love homogamy the attraction of the like prevails over heterogamy and the attraction of the unlike which is chiefly confined to those features which belong to the sphere of the secondary sexual characters the same appears to be true in inversion and the homosexual are probably on the whole more attracted by the traits which they seem to themselves to possess than by those which are foreign to themselves End of chapter 5, part 2